Welcome to the 167 Podcast, a podcast to inspire, challenge, and encourage you. Our goal is to help you live into the 167 hours of your week away from church. And now your host, Shannon Patterson. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 89 of the 167 Podcast. It's weird, I'm opening the podcast instead of Shannon because Shannon's not here. Today it is me and Justin Crenshaw, our student pastor, leading the podcast today. Hey Justin, how's it going? Can I say it? Hey, how's it going? Hey, look at there, I don't get to say it this week. So, um, so this comes out on Thursday, so tomorrow starts Jesus' life. Mm. Mm. You ready? I'm ready. Stressed I'm ready. out? Um, you know, stressed out is probably not the word. If you'd asked me five or six years ago, mm-hmm. it, I would say absolutely. Yeah. Um, but you and I have talked about this a lot. After a while, there's a process. And every, every year is a little different, but there are certain things that stay the same. And the way to get them done stays the mm-hmm. same. Mm-hmm. So we're, you know, we're kind of working through the, you know, checking this box and making sure this goes out and making sure people know about this and this and this and this is done. So, yeah, the checklist is happening right now. Mm-hmm. Right? And one of the weird things about this year is we're knocking some dust off some old processes we hadn't done in a while. Yeah. Because we're indoors this yep. year. We, this is the first Praise time. God. This is the first time in three years we've been able to be indoors. Yeah, and this is the first year we're actually going to have host homes. Yeah, host homes are back. Um, one of the really cool features of, of a uh, you know a retreat or D now disciple now weekend is um, the fact that students stay in homes uh, hosted uh, and opened up by some of our 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 community uh, church members of church. Community put it, put partners. It in the jar. I know. I did it. I did it. Partners, ministry partners, and um, so we've missed that the last two years. Obviously, we were getting ready to to do this last year full on indoors, and we had a little COVID spike, and we decided to have it out outside again because it worked so well two mm-hmm. years ago, and then um, this year, um, praise God, we prayed it through and and uh looks like we're going to be good to go host home wise it it is you know it's it yeah we're a couple of days away but um we're pretty confident um in that so um yeah i'm i'm, I'm excited host homes are back because you know host homes are where the leaders and the students really get to know each other uh the relationship things happen mm-hmm. um and the deep deep conversations happen and yeah. really you know we want to talk about when you think about a D now or Jesus's life weekend, you think about big worship and you know color war and things like that. But really, um, you know, the good stuff happens in the in the in the homes and in the, in the small groups. Small groups, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I'm putting up a bunch of lights and like it's all cool and stuff, but it's the it's the small groups that is really what is the meat of this yeah. weekend. And I love that stuff too because I'm also a worship leader. If I if if I you know if I was just a youth pastor. And I had no, I had no interest or hand in production whatsoever. Mm-hmm. I I would it would be a my focus would be a little different. Um, but I, I love I love everybody in the room together mm-hmm. singing. Mm-hmm. I, you know I, I love you know we don't obviously the lights are cool and all that. But what's real cool about those moments is when things kind of come down and 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 everybody in the room is kind of in one voice singing and yeah. And, and and God, you can tell God is is moving in the room and stirring hearts, and and people are going to the altar, and you know, and making decisions, and and, and really, you know, God is moving in them. And and then, the next component is then they go home and or they get into their their groups, and then they, mm-hmm. you know, they discuss this, they 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 break it down, and then they the leaders, um, you know, are, are guiding them and 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 trying to. Uh, navigate this whole thing and of course you know the whole deal is to is you know to make disciples i mean we're we're you know we don't want to just do an event we want to we there's a bigger we want to see revival happen in our town Mm -hmm. and we i i firmly believe that um the quickest way to revival anywhere is to get to our children when our children are Mm -hmm. fired up we're fired up Mm -hmm. when when the children of a of a community um, are fired up, then the adults normally follow suit. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, that's one thing I've seen, mm-hmm. even in our own church. You know, yeah. even you know, years ago when we were still downtown, part of First Methodist. I mean, I, I, I kind of, my eyes were opened. You know, sometimes, you know, we think that the way to, to, um, the heart of a of a of a young person is maybe through, the family. But I think the way to the to the family's heart is through the young person. Mm-hmm. I think it's I think it's backwards. You know what I mean? You know, you said that for years. Yeah. And and I, I've always agreed with you, and I still do, because I think we're in this weird we're in this cool little area of the country to where you know, people might be right about going to the adults first if it's starting a mm-hmm. fire in the family. Yeah. But the cool thing about where we're at is it's usually reigniting a fire in the family. You know, it, yeah. because a lot of the, 90% of the adults in our area went to church. If they don't go to church now, they went to church at some point. And then when they see it become important to their kids, it becomes important to them again. Like it reignites it. Yeah, it does. It, absolutely. And, you know, you can grow you can grow a church on, 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 the, on the heels of a, of a movement among young people. Mm-hmm. You really can. It, it, yes, if, if you, if you uh, shepherd it correctly. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and they're young. And they're they're you know they don't have the years of, of experience and maturity that that we do as adults, but they've got something we don't have, and that's energy and passion. Mm-hmm. They've got energy and passion, and energy and passion, and then to bring Jesus into this thing, yep. right? Mm-hmm. You you you're talking about a, a a little flame that turns into a forest fire, and mm-hmm. it will take over. And we've seen that happen here um, throughout the years, and and we want to see it again. Yeah, we want to see it again. You know, uh, I was talking to Kristen, our kids pastor, and she was saying that, you know, she has an eighth grader, Ben, David, and a sixth grader, Grant. And we were talking, and it blew our mind that this will be the first uh, traditional Jesus' life that any of the middle schoolers actually experience. Yeah, yeah, it it, it has been. You know, it's been three years. It really has. And... You know, I think what we what we were able to uh, create outside with like the worship experiences and stuff like that, I think was par for what we do inside for worship and stuff like that. But we weren't really able to because we didn't have the host homes. We weren't really able to, and I've heard you mention this, really capture the small group aspect of it. Like it, you always said, it was it felt lacking without the host homes, without them being able to break off in somewhere private just among their peers yeah so i think that i think um it's going to be interesting for some of these kids to have experienced the two that we've had before and then really experience the intensity that comes with the being able to dive into small groups and you don't have 15 minutes before mom's here to pick you up Uh, yeah i mean in 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 there was there 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 was something missing you Mm -hmm. know we we did the best we could yeah um you know we even had breakout groups Indian style in circles or rounds and in, and turned on, on car on, lights and yeah in the on the on the concrete in in the mm-hmm. middle of the, the you know church parking lot almost like where we'd clear out space and anywhere we could find a little nook for a group to meet we tried that but and and yeah I mean it, I'm sure obviously God can and will use anything and he did he and did, he did. Um, but I, I I really am excited about the possibilities of of, of a group. Um, ha- having unlimited time together, mm-hmm. right? Right. Having a whole weekend of living and breathing together, um, and and having deep conversations that that will impact someone's eternity, which is is why we is why we're doing it. I mean, you know, any I, I said it again. I, I, I'll say it a hundred times. I, I don't. I'm not interested in just putting on an event. You know. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, we love. You know, you and I both talk. We dream about. Let's let's do this, and we have you know let's do this cool thing and this cool thing, and and that's all what that's fun, but I you know anyone can put on an event, and mm-hmm. I want you know I think Jesus's life is unique, and there are a couple of things to that make that make it unique. Mm-hmm. So let, let's let's kind of dig into the uniqueness of Jesus's life because uh, Jesus's life is we've called it Jesus's life. For this will be the fourth or fifth year, fifth year that we've called it that. Yep. But before that, it was a D now, and its iteration of a D now uh, pr- 
predecessors both of us. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know the history of this weekend that's turned into a community event, but I think you know it better than I yeah. do. You want to just kind of yeah, sure. give us the nuts and bolts of how it's turned into what it is? Sure. For for those for those of you um, who um, didn't grow up in, in the South, <laughs> yeah. I mean, D-Now, or that's short for Disciple Now weekends, are a thing down here. I mean, yep. they're, they're a thing. And they're they're very effective. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not throwing any shade at D Nows. We're we're actually putting one on this weekend. I mean, I mean, it's basically like a, a student revival. It's a student revival um, conference mm-hmm. weekend. Uh, it's like runs. amalgamation of everything adults do in three days. Yeah, and it's you know, and it's you know, runs from Friday night all the way through Sunday morning. Um, and you know, you've got your worship time, your large group worship times on Friday and Saturday and Sunday morning. You've got um, fun things, uh, you know. We we do, you know. We, we started with a you know a, a color war, um, you know, and, and and a lot of people do them nowadays. But it's still so much fun. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, yeah. You know, it only lasts about fifteen minutes, but uh, it's a lot of fun. Um, it's just one of those little things. It's not integral to a weekend, but it's just one of those fun things. I mean, you know, look, we kind of sometimes we're ashamed to talk about fun as you know as believers and and things being fun but fun is a core value Mm -hmm. you know fun having fun together especially students is a core value you know you know we 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 do life together we enjoy you know doing life together and that Mm -hmm. and 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 sometimes it gets crazy and chaotic and and fun is a big big component of that of course and uh so there are fun things and then there are you know things that are very very um focused and, and intentional um to kind of get at the heart of who they are and who they are in christ and or who they could be yeah. right and who god made them to be and how much god loves them and and just really the the idea is you know obviously with host homes and all this is to get away for three days mm-hmm. you know two two days two and a half days and really just say like god i'm here like you know, I want to hear your voice, and not obviously we don't all come in with that. But what ha- what usually happens is because we shut the world out for a couple of days, we end up hearing from God. I mean, you know, we we all just you know we're all impacted in some way, mm-hmm. and um, you know, so Jesus's life. Going going back to your question, that's a long intro to your question, but obviously, disciple nows are 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 a thing a big thing in student ministry have been for a long, long time, probably 20 years or more. And, uh, so, um, of course we were doing disciple nows, um, when I came on full time and Shannon was the student pastor before me. Mm -hmm. And, um, we transitioned in 2011, May of 2011 to me taking over student ministry at first Methodist downtown and here in Valdosta. And, um, you know, Literally, I was I was hired in May, and um, at that time, our Disciple Now weekends were in October, and, you know, me being a football guy, I just said, yeah, you know, it doesn't make much sense right now. To have it in the middle. Right, and, and I, did, I, I, I was looking at what's going to cut our crowd. What's going to cut into our crowd? Well, football is going to cut into your crowd. Yeah. Friday night lights are going to cut into any crowd in the fall. Mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't matter. If you have something on Friday night in the fall and it's not football – um, you can you can expect a, a lower number yeah. because of that. Mm-hmm. And so we literally it was like uh, in June I said we need to we need to either have this thing before football season or we need to wait until the spring. And usually the spring is D, what they call D now season. season. Yeah, mm-hmm. but we had had ours in the fall, and I like it in the fall, like at the beginning of school year. So I said the only way for us to not for it not to cut in our crowd is to have the first weekend in August, and it was like, oh my gosh, that's like four weeks away. <laughs> and so we literally just, that first D now that I was a, a part of, I, um, that I was in charge of there at First Methodist, we just did it in August and it went great. Like, we, we just, like, what can we do? You know, this is kind of the format of a of now weekend. We know we have worship on Friday and Saturday night. We know we're going to feed them. Mm-hmm. We know you're going to do host homes. You know, you're going to have breakout groups. Um, but what are some of the fun things? And we, of course, we did talent show and things like that. And, yeah. In the past, and those are great. Um, have yet to bring that back yet. Mm-hmm. Um, 
partially because we were outside and there was just no logistical way yeah. to do it. But maybe in the future, um, we keep that feather in our cap somewhere. But um, it, it went great. In fact, um, August, w- looking back, that was one of the really key moments um, for our particular D-NOW mm-hmm. was having it at the very beginning of the school year. Number one, it's it, it's at the very beginning and then you can get kids plugged in in the beginning of the school year right and have them all year long um that's a that's a plus and and you're 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 getting around football season which is awesome um and there's a lot of perks it's like a a back to school event Mm -hmm. and so there are a lot of things and 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 you know usually first weekend in august you're yeah you're getting back into school but there's no football yet people are back from vacation you're kind of steering clear of a lot of the things that might cut into your crowd um, and it just got progressively bigger mm-hmm. from there. Mm-hmm. Um, at some point, five, six years ago, um, Jesus is life was the theme of one of, the, of, of a year. Mm-hmm. And we had it on, on the t-shirt, black shirt, black shirts. Yeah. yeah. The first one was a black shirt with white, white print. That's the only one I can't find. Humongous. I've got, a, I've got a couple extra if you want one, but, it, and, and they're, you know, and it was, I don't know where I get the idea from. I just said, you know what? I, I was kind of reading. I was like, you know, we, we, the whole thing back then was like, you live your best life, you know, live your best life. Mm-hmm. And, and, or you'd see a, a sticker that would say ball is life. Like if they play ball. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah or yeah. fishing is life. Yeah. That's when that root. Yeah. Yep. That's yep. when the like sixteen or seventeen or something like that. Yep, gymnastics is life, or whatever the thing salt is. Life. Soccer is yeah, salt life. Yeah, you know all these things is life. And I said, well, you know, for, for in my from my perspective, Jesus is life. You know, and and it, and and he is. I mean, he's the way, truth, and life. And make really the, the other thing was is just to make Jesus the focus and mm-hmm. and just kind of yeah, we're doing a lot of fun stuff. It's crazy. But man, at the end of the day, it's about Jesus. It's it's lifting him up. It's putting our focus on him. It's understanding that he loves us and that he 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 paid the price for us, sacrificed himself, and he is the, he should be the very the very core of who we are. And mm-hmm. so that was like one year, and then we went Jesus Alive Part Two. Yeah, we're going okay. We'll just do it again because it went so well. We thought I love that theme. And then I got to thinking, I said, you know, you can call this thing Jesus is Life Weekend, and you can do anything you want in that. That's Dang. a huge, mm-hmm. that's a wide window. Mm-hmm. So we just decided to rechristen it Jesus is Life Weekend. It, it was a, a kind of a small thing, but it ended up being really cool because people can kind of remember that and they can they can point back to it and say, oh, I know what that is. Instead yep. of saying, I'm going to a D now, mm-hmm. you can say, I'm going to Jesus's life. Mm-hmm. And they know, you know. And, and it's specific to it's us. It's specific to us. Mm-hmm. And um, you said something earlier, and I was thinking about it becoming more of a community-wide mm-hmm. event mm-hmm. instead of just an in-house. Usually D-nows are in-house. Um, you might have some visitors. Yeah, but a, a lot of churches what they'll do is especially if they're smaller to do a bigger D now, they'll get four or five churches together and they'll do it. So the size that this one is with it only being put on by one church is very, it breaks the mold of what a D now architecture event is. Yeah. Yeah, it does. And you know, there a lot of things. I mean, if you look at our schedule, you'll say, yeah, that's a, that's a, that looks like a very typical, it, it's a D now. It's a D now. Yeah. And it, and, at the same time, there are some things that are um, unique to our context, you mm-hmm. know. And and I'm all and and, and I say this all the time, I, you know, because I've been in youth ministry so long, I kind of do things a little differently. I don't, you know, there's a, there's like a template out there for youth ministry and what youth ministry looks like sometimes. And for instance, you know, the the midweek the midweek worship services, you know, mm-hmm. for for students, those are great. I, I never liked midweek because I, I felt like you were cutting your crowd in half. You know, mm-hmm. I know Sunday's a busy day, mm-hmm. but Sunday night, in, from my in my in our context, was the best night to have our large group times because it's still kind of the weekend. Um, you're not you're not dodging practices and uh, mostly you're not dodging homework or anything like that. Usually yeah. that's done. So, you know, that's just one example of some things that I think 
we do a little different. Little, we do a little differently, and mm-hmm. and I, I I like to think outside the box a little bit. Mm-hmm. I don't, you know, I I, I don't want to do it just because we've done it or someone else has done it. I really try to be outside the box a little right, bit. Right, right, right. So, and that's just my that's just my personal philosophy. But I think there are some good things that come with that. You know, I you know I think with having a, a you know a weekend like this weekend, Jesus's life, I think. Um, you know, it's 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 become unique mm-hmm. um, to to people, and and it's you know recognized as a weekend where hopefully hopefully the recognition is is that we're going to encounter God, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, right. It, mm-hmm. I know people are going to talk about the fun stuff. That's great, whatever gets them here. But we we are truly, I, I believe, we're dead serious about. Um, the discipleship aspect, mm-hmm. right? Of course, discipleship doesn't happen in a weekend, right? Yeah. And we, we call them disciple nows, and that's it's a little bit misleading because I don't think you make disciples in two days. I think I think you you plant a seed and light a spark. Yep. And then I think the most important time is after a Jesus mm-hmm. Life weekend is the the next Sunday or right. the Monday, right? Right. Know? Now the hard work begins. We say that all every yeah. year. Now the hard work begins. Now. Fan the flame, yeah. Fan you know? the flame. Yeah. Get get them like all the kids that were like this. This was their first interaction. A, if it's our their first interaction with our church, great. But if it's their first interaction with the gospel, how do how do we feed that? How do how do we get them to grow? How do we get them to stay connected? Whether it's with us or a church that's closer to them, you know that kind of thing. Yeah. Like how do that? That's the work. Like. Yeah. D now starts it and Jesus' life starts it, but it's it's the af the hard part the actual fruit of Jesus' life is the next starts the next Monday. Yeah, no doubt. And and that again, it's great to put on an event, but if if you're if we're not willing to or set up to disciple, make disciples of these young people. Mm-hmm. Because what's gonna happen is 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 undoubtedly a kid I don't know who they are yet, but a kid is going to come this weekend. They've never been to our church. They never. They don't. They're not part of any community. They're going to get plugged in. Mm-hmm. And now our job is to to help them follow Jesus, mm-hmm. like in like our yeah. who we are as as a church. And so, I mean, it's great to put on an event, but we can't put on an event in good faith without being equipped and ready to walk alongside them and help them grow in their mm-hmm. faith long term not just a- a- after this weekend yeah you know what I mean? and, and i think that's one of the amazing thing about the leadership you and allison give and also the leadership of shannon and and the ministry ministry board it you know there's so many of the, these events that happen and then you go oh well we had 25 boxes checked you know yeah and then that's great let's see what we can get next year but no one's a box here no and no. And it, the leadership is all right. We did this amazing weekend. Now, what's happening with the kids? Now, what's happening with the students? Yeah. How how are you feeding them more? Yeah. It's all great, great. You had a great weekend, but now here's the weight of the responsibility you now have for these 250 kids. Yeah, that for sure. I mean, you know, I, I, and I used to be that guy in youth ministry 10 years ago, where I just wanted it to be the biggest, funnest. Biggest baddest thing out there, you know. I wanted the, I wanted the, you know. Obviously, we have a top notch band here. I mean, mm-hmm. and we we do, you know. Usually, you bring in a band. We one of the things that makes us unique is that we're so blessed here at the porch with a fantastic band, and they are the uh, they are some of the unsung heroes. Your tech team, some of the unsung heroes. Mm-hmm. We don't have to bring in anyone except for our speaker. We'll get to him in a minute. Yeah, but. Um, one of the things is unique to hear is that we use our band, mm-hmm. you know, because you know and, they're, and, they're and our production team. And, and our production team and our, our crew, we 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 use them, and um, we're blessed here. And so, um, you know, they they love it. They they we look forward to it every year. We're rehearsing tonight and getting ready for this thing. But I mean, yeah, I, I used to be the guy that said. You know, let's just do it up. Let's just do it the biggest and let's just, you know, and there's nothing wrong with that stuff on the surface, but, you know, you kind of lose the plot a little bit. 
mm-hmm. and I did. There was there was a year or two there where I, I got to the end of it, Josh. I got to the end of I got to Sunday afternoon, and I go, "Wow, I'm really tired," which I always am. You're mm-hmm. you're you yeah. Know, we're always tired. But then I went. I, I was a little empty because I thought, "Okay, what do we just do?" Mm-hmm. Right. And and it, it dawned on me. Well, you haven't done anything yet. I mean, we haven't done anything yet. It really, you cross the starting line. Yeah, it's it's square one. Mm-hmm. Sunday at twelve fifteen is square one. Now we want to get kids plugged in. Mm-hmm. If they don't have anywhere to call home, if they do, we're we're urging them to find community. Yep, find community. Get plugged in and grow. You can't grow without community. And so, to me, I think the biggest reason to do a Jesus Life Weekend is to maybe light a. A, a spark in in a young person to get plugged into community long term. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree, and I and I think that is one reason me and you work so well together is because I've taken a lot of that production mindset that you have to like to do the weekend. Uh, I've taken that off your plate so you can really dive into the building of the spiritual aspect yeah. of it. Yeah, and to have two people that can take the two halves of the coin and really build both independently and then come together and it, it just works is very, very rare. Yeah. You got to have a good team mm-hmm. and we've got a great team of people. You and I, Kristen, Shannon is always like, what can I do? What can yep. I do? That's, you know, and, that's, and I say that's rare for, yes. for, a, for a lead pastor. Usually a lead pastor is hands off They're You know, they might, they might stick their nose in every now and again. So you need to do this. You need to do that. We're so blessed. Shannon just goes, "Hey, what do you need from me? Yeah, what do you need from me?" And I love that. One of the biggest things that uh, will always stick with me from the two years we were outdoors, Shannon constantly did food and water runs for the production team because we because we couldn't set anything up until the Friday of. So we would show up at like five a.m. to do a seven o'clock show, like five a.m. to seven p.m. We were doing nothing but setting up, and she every couple hours she would show up with Gatorades, water, and food. Yep. Yep, and you know, I look, and that for a lead pastor to do that, that yeah. is rare. Yeah, it's servant leadership, and and that is a you know that that sticks out to me. And so you know, again, Shan, if you're listening, shout out. I mean, I know hopefully she will, and you know, and she knows it. I've said it to her, but uh, we don't say it enough. I mean, we've got a great team of people, staff, volunteers, from tech to band to clean up to mm-hmm. to food i mean we've got you know we've got you know my good friend randy de Coudre who who uh is cooking for us on saturday night and i mean of course randy's the man i mean you know mm-hmm. in this town you think about food you think about randy Coudre and yep. we're so blessed here ministry partner here and he's like whatever you need from me man just let me know and of course darcy gunner is going to mm-hmm. be partnering with us this year and feeding us on friday night and living bridges ministry which is a a, a great they're great friends of ours mm-hmm. we've partnered with them many times many times yeah. and she approached me and she said hey can we feed you That's on awesome. friday night and i said absolutely you know and so you know I, the first thing i thought was oh we're going to save some money but beyond the cost i thought man what what a what a fantastic you know testimony for them to come in and do that and serve us when we've you know we've served them they've served us mm-hmm. and so it's just a great partnership and so i mean that's the thing. I think the thing that I'm really thankful for the most is a good team of people. We've done this number of years, and so there's a process. And like you say, you you're taking care of the production stuff. Mm-hmm. I love production, mm-hmm. but to be able to trust it, yeah, one another exactly. and say, "Hey, do it," and then when we get in there and we say, "Heck yeah, let's do this," or we we you know you and I brainstorm, we tweet together, we we dream. And I and I showed you a, a video yesterday mm-hmm. and I said, "Hey, this is just kind of you know." this is just an idea mm-hmm. and just yep. kind of, of, of a visual idea. And, you know, we're, we're all like all smiles going, heck yeah, let's, let's make it our own. And that's the stuff I love. I, I, mm-hmm. I love the dreaming and yep. the, mm-hmm. you know, the, 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 I'm a big, I'm a vision person anyway. Right. right. Um, and I need help with the nuts and bolts of things, mm-hmm. you know? And so mm-hmm. my wife is, is, you know, can't, can't shout out anyone without shouting out her, um, she's got a full-time job and yet, you know, she works full-time she, for the church she, and doesn't she could get earn paid. a paycheck with us. And, you know, Bob Moon always used to joke, said the only reason we hired you is because of her and you better, you better understand that. I said, yes, sir. I understand it. <laughs> and, um, so, and then, and then on and on, we could just, we just keep going. Um, and, and all that Kristen has done on, on the, uh, behind the scenes with, with, um, 
you know, uh, you know, get, making sure that all these T's are crossed and I's are dotted. Yeah. You know what I mean? And those things. And, yeah. And uh, those, that's, that's when you see the value of a team. Mm-hmm. And honestly, to me, that's when you feel the closest and the most connected is when we've got one goal. Yeah. And it ought to be like that all the time, mm-hmm. naturally, because we're human. It's not. Well, yeah. And uh, I'm a person that I like big group projects with, with a good group. Uh, you know, school group projects always suck. Yeah, but they do. Like when you're working with a team that has the same goal and you're doing one big project like that is when i am like jones and yeah absolutely you know? and people and and we you know chandis says all the time we are a get things done crew that's we what really we are, are yeah. we're a get think get it done and you know that's there's there's a lot of upside the downside is is sometimes we have to slow down like i was reminded sunday you know almost like i heard god say to me audibly almost i mean people say that but i i heard him say to me justin you this week you better slow down i know you got we've got we've got a list a mile long of things to do but it's going to get done mm-hmm. but if you don't spend time with me if you if your team is not praying if we're not if we're not bathing it in prayer if we're not praying we're nothing good is going to happen here this weekend right if we're if we're not praying it through we're if we're not asking god to take it over mm-hmm. and take it out of our hands at some point we we're nothing of worth will happen well if we if we don't do that we're just doing a look at me event it's a it's a social event yeah. it's it's one more event you know to to gather a crowd and yeah. you know if you're gathering a crowd like jesus gathered a crowd for various with with uh they came for various reasons mm-hmm. but when he had them the gospel was mm-hmm. was preached yeah you know, it- and, and I think that's a perfect example. There are a thousand different reasons why each kid comes through that door. For or sure. Or why that volunteer is in the back of that room. They might just want a shirt. Yeah. I mean, it could be as simple as that. I th- yeah. we, we had a message about on online. It's like, hey, I want signed up. I want to get signed up because I want one of those shirts. Yeah. yeah. But um, there, there are a thousand reasons why everyone is in that room. Yeah. A thousand reasons, a thousand and one, and that's and, okay. And and one and one God can silence all the noise. Yep, I have heard there are kids. There are and and, and obviously the segue into our leaders because we got to get to them. But there there have been kids come to this weekend, Josh, that they came because they were invited by a friend, or they came because they just wanted something fun to do that weekend, and literally. God changed their life. That was just, well, it was just kind of the beginning. And, and they got plugged in. They grew. And now they are leading groups for mm-hmm. these weekends. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I can go down the list. Almost uh, ha- over half my leaders, my small group leaders, well, most of them grew up in our youth group, which, yeah. is, which is this. Now you see the long-term mm-hmm. effects of a weekend like this. And five, six years ago, none of them could have imagined them being equipped or even capable of being of being or even care or even care yeah right being you know who, who I, cares I, right who cares and so to see that i mean i look at that leader list and, and most of them are are you know college and young adults and then some are older adults that are jumping in and and look and and that's the strength of a church when you can run because i know a lot of student pastors that are friends of mine and they call in what they call SWAT, and they call in SWAT ministries and people like that to, to, to lead. To yeah. yeah. Because there's just not enough leadership in-house to do them. Mm-hmm. And we're very blessed, I mean, to have these college and young adult and adult leaders to jump in and, and stay with students in a, in a home that's not theirs mm-hmm. for a whole weekend. Sleep-deprived, you know, aggravated, you know, transporting to and from trying to make sure everybody's on time trying to do and then leading the 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 in-depth small groups yep man like to me unsung heroes are are our group leaders yeah and they man mm. and and you've already started talking about it but i really want to jump into it takes our ministry partners and our community to put this event on yeah. you I'm, yeah, we talked about group leaders and how they're um young adult a lot of them are young adults and have grown up through the system and our student ministries and stuff like that but we've had um some adults in our church that have been volunteering for this event longer than we've been here yep and yep. i don't i don't have a list of those like 
the one that comes to my mind that's been doing it probably longer than both of us is Drew Patterson. Yeah, for you, sure. You know, like he's been a group leader for yeah. 15, 20 years. Yeah. yeah, and love Drew, and he he's just sort of been steady Eddie mm-hmm. for so long, and, and you can count on him, and that's, that's one thing. People like that, you can count on people like that, you uh, know. A person on my tech team that has been doing it for umpteen dozen years more than me, Stephen Stephen Henson. Yeah, Stephen Henson. You know, yeah. like we have we have those people that you know Jesus' life is coming up. We can count like Absolutely. we have those people. We can, absolutely. You know, we know they're going to be there. Yeah. But then also, you know, post COVID, we've had so many new people join our church. So many vo- so many new people are volunteering for the first time. Yes, I'm looking at my just my host home list yes. Josh and I know I'm I'm counting three or four first time host and that, homes and that's a big deal it's a big deal and host homes you have to there to me the hardest thing to um, get settled in for mm-hmm. a weekend are host homes and leaders to to lead the groups yes those two things mm-hmm. and host homes is the hardest ask because they're open a, a their homes and if they've never done it before, they have no idea what they're getting. Opening into. homes and refrigerators, and refrigerators, and floor space, and yeah. even a bed here, or there, or a couch. Like and it is opening up your life. Yes, it is. And it, you know, and I, I'm straightforward with them. I said, "Look, this is what you can expect. This is how many kids we're going to try to put in there. Are Maybe you, we can hold to it. Yep. Are you game? And and you know, I'm so thankful, especially. Uh, well, I'm thankful for the, the ones who every year say, mm-hmm. yeah, count on me. And then I'm thankful for the ones that have come along this year and said, hey, you know, we'd like to do this. And this is our first time doing it. We're, we're scared as all get out. But, you know, we trust in God. God wants us to help. And those are the – it's like the, 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 two, the two things. You know, you've got the, the steady eddies, mm-hmm. you know, that are always there, always willing to do things. And you've got some new ministry partners and new community members that are – wanting to get involved and do this and hopefully they'll want to do it next year hopefully mm-hmm. it'll be an experience they say wow this was amazing and yeah. i want to do that again and and i i say this about vbs and, and i say this about jesus life that it, it's not just for the people attending the event it's also like i get just as much working the event as probably the people attending the event and i know for a fact that volunteers can say the same thing Especially group like group leaders and host homes. Usually, they see, they have a spiritual experience that they've never experienced before. You know, uh, I I know I've heard from host homes just seeing like they'll just sit and sit and sit out of eye shot, but that but they can hear all the like students talking and 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 going into depth about what God is doing in them and and it touches them in a certain way that maybe you know they're kind of plugged in well enough to volunteer for being a host home yeah but then the fire is ignited in them to be yeah you know that's one way that the students yeah even spark other families yeah is by the groups being in these homes and families seeing Mm -hmm. what God is doing in their lives yeah, and and again, I, I think to piggyback off that, I think it, it goes back to I, I truly believe that this is not just a student event. This is, it, it to me, it is event. It is an event that can inject life into your whole church, whole your whole community. Um, it can it can shake people out of sort of the spiritual apathy mm-hmm. that they might find themselves in sometimes. Yeah, and we're we're in an age post COVID. Of mm-hmm. spiritual apathy. Yes. That's just what that's just what it is. It is yep. what it is. And consumer Christianity. Consumer Christianity. And if you're listening out there and you're a ministry partner or you're you know you're curious about who we are and what we do, I, you know, I, I just kind of um, you know it, these weekends are for you as well. And and of course we're we're two days away, but from from this year. But um, you know in the in the future these things are fantastic ways to get plugged in. And uh, we we need we want you we need you, um, you know we, we, we you will find I I believe these you know you'll find that if you volunteer in in some capacity, you'll be so blessed. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it really lights a spark going into the fall, right? Mm-hmm. Starting the school year, yep. right? And we've seen that happen many many times. And and I I've had adults who 
were host first time host homes in, in years past and they were kind of just sitting watching and being a fly on the wall well they would end up kind of jumping in and getting in a little conversation yeah, yeah that's yeah that's exactly what they, i was talking now, about now and now this year they're helping lead groups mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. i think of noreen smith and i think of andre inman and people like that that just um you know, are willing to do whatever, you know, gosh, we just, we desperately need more people to say, hey, look, what are you, whatever you need from me, I'm here. And um, maybe this is just one of those things to kind of, another thing to shake us out of our, our, our spiritual apathy a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. And one thing that excites me to see is that I'm seeing people that volunteered for VBS for the first time, that they're now helping like they were kind of hesitant and kind of minimalistic in VBS. Now they're all the way in for Jesus life because yeah. of what they receive from just being able to volunteer at VBS. And now, now they're pouring out what God poured in. Yeah, yeah they are. Yeah. And, th- and that's the natural process, isn't it? Mm-hmm. You know, you get poured into, you get poured into, and then, you know, at some point, you know, God wants to use you, you know, mm-hmm. and whatever he's given you and mm-hmm. you, pour yourself out and really this weekend is is about adults us adults pouring ourselves out emptying ourselves for the sake of our our kids our yeah. our students mm-hmm. you know we we're emptying ourselves so that they can get it so that they can mm-hmm. you know hear the gospel and respond to it yep. is what this weekend really mm-hmm. it's what it's about we mm-hmm. we can do all the lights and all the stuff and it, we're gonna have a great time i mean it looks fantastic in there i cannot wait for people to see what y'all got cooking it's in that pretty, auditorium it's pretty cool but at the end of it josh my favorite moment is not going to be the beginning when the when the drums come in you know right yeah. i mean but it's going to be in those in those more delicate moments and quiet moments where you just hear kids singing their hearts out. You know, mm-hmm. the, the band backs off, we back away from the mics and they're singing and they're, and they're, they're truly enthralled in praise. I mean that, you know, we're, we're part of the DNA of our church and in our student ministry is, is worship. We, we take worship very seriously, corporate worship, because we believe that, you know, corporate worship can spark, private worship as well Mm -hmm. and it and worship is not just singing it it worship is a way of doing life Mm -hmm. you know in the gospel and so we're teaching them that we want to we want to train them up that way so corporate worship is just one aspect of that but i just love those moments man you know Mm because moments like that can change a life yes forever i mean Mm -hmm. I, i remember being at a camp and remember truly worshiping for the very first time and, you know, I wasn't a hand raiser. I grew up in a very conservative church. It was none of that, really. No, how big the TV. How big the TV, carrying touchdown. the baby, touchdown, Jesus. That. That's right, none of that. And, you know, I, I remember for the first time that the hands kind of went up. And obviously, hands up is not an indicator that you're truly worshiping, but it was an indicator of the freedom of my heart. Yeah, right. indicator of I don't care what I don't other care people what other people think. think. It's me and God, mm-hmm. right? And at this moment, it's me and Jesus, and that's all that matters. And that's what we want. We want a ki- we want some kid somewhere in the in that chair over there in in the corner of the auditorium to sense that, you know, sixth grader or twelfth grader or somewhere in between. We want lives to be changed, and, and we you know we want them to encounter Jesus. Maybe even you know a lot of them are going to encounter Jesus for the first time. Mm-hmm. And uh, to get to that, I've entrusted the the uh, the the large group um, teaching times to my good friend, a day only nice segue. <laughs> I'm, I'm not the king of segues, but I just thought, Oh, we've got to get to that. Cause that's really good. Um, a day just became the campus pastor of the Garner, the summit church Garner campus. Really? Yep. Um, he just, he was just named the campus pastor there. And so he was the student pastor there for a long, uh, for he moved from Valdosta. Yep to go up with my friend Gabe Bailey mm-hmm. to uh, start the Summit uh, uh, Church uh, Garner Campus. Summit Church is a huge church in North Carolina yep. in the Raleigh area, and they've got campuses everywhere. Was, wasn't Gabe the campus pastor? Gabe there? was, and he is now the campus pastor of a Summit plant in Puerto Rico. No. Uh-huh. Huh. Yeah. I believe that's right, Puerto Rico. Anyway, and so uh, they just named my friend Aday Oni the campus pastor and if you've never met a day he is a very unique individual he's fantastic he's humongous and he's athletic and he's and he's got a lot of um charisma and he's funny 
but the dude just loves Jesus. I mean, mm-hmm. he just loves Jesus. And I want people like that around. I want them around our students. I want them to preach the gospel in a way. And he's young, he's energetic, he's got he's he's great communicator, mm-hmm. and he has got some great thing. I, I've, I'm sitting reading his his messages, and I'm formulating our small groups around them. And man, we're we're in for we're in for something great. We really are. Yeah, that that's that's exciting. I can't wait to see what God is going to do through a day into these students' lives. Because and and I've it's been in my brain to say and you you're talking about how the corporate worship leads to private worship and i love the fact that our architecture is so small group heavy yeah yeah because so many of them might have one or two but i think we have four or five maybe even six mm-hmm. small group session yeah. times yeah we've got four of them and and we want we want to we want those in there mm-hmm. like we we want we, we believe that's important because you know, you know and and that mirrors how how we feel as a church overall yeah. that corporate worship is great but spiritual growth happens in these smaller settings they do absolutely they do and the fact that our Jesus life is so heavy with it is that's the important thing to me yeah like i love doing all the production stuff but that's not the stuff i remember yeah it it's the it's the kid telling me what happened in their community in their small group telling me what happened or something like that because eventually they'll they'll work on the tech team at some point you know yeah and they'll tell me something that happened that's the stuff i remember yeah for it sure is the stuff that happens in those small group times it, it, like yeah i can tell you about when i did a kabuki screen but, <laughs> oh i forgot about that yeah wow but, that was so great though. but it was cool it was but that that's that wasn't the biggest thing i remember the biggest thing i remember was from that weekend is when um, Kelly Barkle was uh, speaking that mm-hmm. that weekend mm-hmm. when he invited people to pray. There was nowhere to walk down the aisles. Yeah, yeah. Like that's that's the coolest thing I remember. Yeah, I agree. It, it it wasn't the production stuff. It was how the Holy Spirit was moving in Absolutely. those hearts. Absolutely, I agree. And I uh, agree completely. Yeah, that was that was a power. I forgot about that. That's a powerful moment, and, that, and that, that's the thing mixed in with the fun and exciting stuff that mm-hmm. we try to dream up. You know, yeah. every year. I mean, it, it really just comes down to one sole purpose. You know, you're gonna you're gonna grab somebody's attention. We're gonna have a great time, but within the fun and the joy and the excitement of having fun together and doing life together, the gospel's mixed in with that. It's laced in with everything we do, even mm-hmm. the color war. Like every every bit of it has one aim. At the end of the weekend, at the end of the weekend, we want kids to go, I encountered God for the first time, maybe. Or, or th- the most real, you know, it's the, it's the most real experience I've ever yes. had with the Lord. And, you know, we're, we're adding something, too. I wanted to uh, say this. We're, we're adding the possibility of some baptisms this, this year. Okay. I wasn't sure if we were keeping that in our yep. pocket. Yeah, well, I want to. I guess I'm. I've already said it here, but um, you know, we're what we like to do is we're going to give you know opportunity. Um, obviously, if a kid's never been baptized and they want to take that first step of of faith and they want to, um, you know, obviously it's a step first step of obedience. Obviously, you know, we're going to incur, you know, they're you know talk to their their parents and if they would like to be baptized on, on Sunday morning at the end of this thing, then, then we're going to give them that opportunity. And then, of course, we'll have another opportunity the, the very next week mm-hmm. for ministry partners and other people that see that and they go, I, I think I want to be baptized. I've never stepped into the waters. And so I, we always say this. It's true. The ba- baptisms are a sign of, of that your church is, is growing. Yep. You know, baptisms are one of the tangible signs that, mm-hmm. you know, God's working and moving in your church. So mm-hmm. anyway. Yeah, so that, that'll be exciting. Um, speaking of Sunday, yep. and we're kind of wrapping up here, uh, service times are going to be a little different. You want to talk about that? Yeah. Um, we we are splitting up into three services. Just um, this Sunday. Just this Sunday. Um, we're going to have an 8 o'clock, an 8 a.m., a 9.30 a.m., and an 11 a.m. And, you know, uh, we wanted to create room for our students and leaders and also for our our, our regular tenders and our ministry partners. Mm-hmm. Um, so 8 a.m. would be, I think, 6th, 6th, 7th, and 8th grade. Yep. Um, 9.30 would be 9th and 10th grade, and then 11 o'clock would be our 11th and 12th grade 
mm-hmm. and their leaders and then all of our regular people that are here. But it's going to be jam-packed. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. you know, um, I'm excited. You know, three service, we're going to be tired, but um, we just we wanted to create room, make sure, because parents are going to come and that don't normally come, and, mm-hmm. and they're going to come check it out. And, mm-hmm. and that, that's always – Sunday morning is always an exciting time too because yeah. it's not just the wrap-up. It is an opportunity to it's show – folks what who we're who we are and what why you know what we're about mm-hmm. so that's exciting yeah. it's the wrap-up of the weekend but it's the really the start of the year for yeah. us yeah you know sure um also um you have students starting school tomorrow and monday you want to yeah. touch on that yeah while, while we're here yeah um we've got we've got students starting um on friday and then monday and then i think the following Tuesday or Wednesday, that um, maybe Val would as well. But um, yeah, um, you know, it, we're we're wishing our all of our students a great first day, a great first week. Um, you know, we want we want to help you start the school year off right. Mm-hmm. And part of that is this weekend that we're putting on to help help you know fan a flame to push you into the hallways of your school and um, have impact on on your friends. So. Uh, we, we we love you. We we want you to have a great first day, and we know you will. And um, but you know we can't wait to see what this weekend, how this weekend helps you in that mm-hmm. endeavor. Sweet. I th- I think we're gonna end it there, everybody. Uh, fun podcast. So if you don't have any plans on Sunday, come to one of the three services. You will not regret it. Absolutely. If this is your first time with us on. Um, a Sunday service at the porch. It is usually not this bright. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, there we, will be extra lights. Extra lights. Yes, that's right. And so it's, it's d- all for the calls. Don't don't look at this as like a this is an every week. Yeah, thing. It's this not. is a once a year thing. Absolutely. So uh, take take that. Um, <laughs> but we can't wait to see you. We can't wait to see what God is going to do this weekend. And um, we'll have to have you back next week to tell to give us a wrap up of it. Yeah, I'd love to. I'm going to be a little less coherent next week, <laughs> but I, I would love to be back on and, and just to kind of uh, share in all that God did. Uh, it's kind of crazy to say that because I know, I know this time next week I'm going to just be going, wow, I cannot yeah. believe that happened. Exhausted, but also full of energy. Oh, full and of it, energy it's, and it's life. It's so and, interesting. Yes. It's, 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 my body will be tired and my brain will be tired, but my soul will be rejuvenated. So. Yeah, it's it's a weird feeling to be physically tired and spiritually exhilarated. Oh, it absolutely, absolutely, it is and that's the weirdest what ha- feeling. Yep, and that's what happens. That's what happens. So. so, all right, everybody, we'll talk to you later. Thank you. See you. Bye. See you. Bye. You've been listening to the One Sixty Seven Podcast. Join us next time for more insights to inspire, challenge, and encourage to help you live into the remaining 167 hours of your week.